0: Hey guys, it's Nick from Popcorn Heist.
1: Hey, it's Jake from Popcorn Heist.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Heist the Podcast.
1: Glad to be back once again. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. We're 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 going on this virtual sort of thing. I I like it. I like it. We get to do The more content the better. Yeah. Yep. We do episodes a lot more often now, and it's uh, yep, yep, it, yep. It, and it's COVID safe, too. And it just checks, it <laughs> it checks all the boxes. It's very yep, nice. I do
0: miss our studio in your basement, though, brother.
1: Oh, of course. We're, we're still going to use it for people who are uh, watching us um, through video. We're obviously going to go be back in the studio, but we're going to be back and forth because, you know, we're working boys, and we need to make sure we get content out <laughs> for you guys. But... Yep. For those of you who are just stumbling upon Popcorn Heist, the podcast, for the first time, uh, Popcorn Heist is a brand that my good friend Nick and I started. Uh, we're college roommates. We were college roommates, and we started this brand to share our love for movies and TV shows with the world. It started as a blog, but now it's sort of a jack-of-all-trades. You know, if you go to popcornheist.com, it's sort of an avenue to all the content we release on social media, where our handles are at Popcorn Heist. Uh, we have, still have our blog posts. We have this podcast and we do a lot of cool things on Instagram like brackets and trivia and voting campaigns, all that sort of stuff. So if you want to find more pop culture content, you go to popcornheist.com.
0: Yep. And something we try to do here at Popcorn Heist is build a little bit of a community of, of uh, pop culture lovers, movie show lovers. And with that, I want to introduce our guest, Tommy Fitzgerald. Uh, he is my cousin. He has seen more movies than probably anyone I've ever, I know. Uh, if you mention a movie to him or a character, he usually, he usually has a hot take on them. Um, so, Tommy, why don't you introduce yourself to the, the listeners and the viewers?
2: Thank you. That was very nice. Um <laughs> Hi, everybody I'm happy to be here very excited uh especially for this one I have a I have a I, I think an opinion that uh, nobody else in the world has um <laughs> so which is most of my opinions as Nick just said I, I I don't think that there's anyone in the world that dislikes the Godfather as much as I do
1: oh my god um,
2: <laughs> oh God You're killing I don't know me. if I heard that spiel oh it's a it's a I mean it's a long one so I can't really do it here but oh man.
1: Wasn't he on your uh, – wasn't Vito Corleone on your worst characters
2: of all time list? Yeah, he's a – I mean like a guy just like shoved 10 pounds of tobacco
1: in his mouth and just
2: mumbled through a movie like, oh, it's us give him an Oscar. Oh God. <laughs> Ridiculous.
1: But um, yeah, before – sorry to interrupt you there, Tommy, but just so the, the fans know, uh, people who are listening, you are a Popcorn Heist team member and that's why I, I referenced his list of the top worst characters movie characters of all time it's on our blog so i'm always interested to hear your hot takes and stuff and that's even though we don't always agree yeah <laughs> especially jake with the number one on that list
0: i won't spoil it for the people who haven't read it oh, uh, I gotta remember I remember
1: that. That. oh yeah well no, well, no. <laughs> i i, I, I we see won't get into it, it we, we won't, won't spoil get into it, to it but.
0: <laughs> but anyway uh tommy have you been watching anything like interesting recently anything worth worth talking about real quick
2: yeah so I mean with everything going on with the royals i I restarted the crown because I couldn't get through it and am I getting through it and I mean, a oh boy are these people terrible people I mean every episode <laughs> I'm just like, wow they did that too, and it's just they just keep going <laughs> and I just don't get how like this girl went into this marriage thinking like this will be fine like I watched one episode I was like, oh this is I would never want to talk to these people uh, so i mean <laughs> but the, it's it's a good show I mean I like uh, I have a, a a job that allows me to kind of just keep watching tv so i just kind of blaze through shows very quickly and
0: and it makes it easy to form very hot takes on these shows yep i actually watched the crown with my mom for a little bit um but i kind of got behind yeah i kind of got a little bit behind because not not because it was boring but i was like i would always watch it at the time of day where i'd always get tired and i would fall asleep during the episode and then i'd never i like would half remember it so i would never want to like go back and rewatch one that i already have seen um i feel like i've talked about falling asleep during movies a few times on this podcast so everyone must everyone must think i get bored but sometimes i'm just tired it's not a show that you
2: finish and you're like you know what i really need to watch another one right now yeah um like i mean there are so many shows that were like that and this is just a show like all right i watched that one i can take two months off and not watch another
0: one for a while
1: so is it like you know how in pop culture like uh, i think it what is it friends or how i met your mother whether they're re- really into a british like royals like uh, aristocratic show and it's very yeah, much it's like oh, ooh, mother. it's like sipping tea and stuff like is it like that like or is it like more serious? Uh, so that i
2: think that was more making fun of uh downtown abbey
1: yeah yeah um, is it like downtown abbey
2: it's i think it's a i think Downton abbey has a lot more just like it's about the staff of the house this is like real history like they're showing like World War Two and how they kind of got through that. And then they show the the same King that was the main focal point of the King's speech, they show how he got through it. Um, I think the first episode starts with Queen Elizabeth's wedding. And then uh, the episodes they have up to now are um, like halfway when Princess Diana is starting to get tired of Prince Charles. So I think it spends I want to say like 60 years so far and like they're gonna keep going. Um, but mm. it is, it's, it keeps you interested. It's not like all sitting around the accents are, you know, they get a little heavy, but at least the history part of it kind of advances the story. Whereas like, I think Downton Abbey, you're just kind of caring for people you don't know because they're not real people.
1: And does it take like liberties with history or is it like pretty? Like- so as far
2: as like the, the like historical aspects go, it's all accurate. Like I, I, I keep Googling stuff to see if it really happened. Cause I'm again, like flabbergasted how terrible these people are. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and i gotta stay away from tunnels after i say all this stuff about them because uh, i don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> to I, they but yeah so i they just keep on like the history parts are accurate i mean i wasn't there for you know queen elizabeth yelling at her kids but like i mean it seems like if the history part's all accurate and it seems like the whole show is pretty accurate
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i well, always wonder about it but
0: what I got from it is like the general what happened actually happened sometimes like the inner workings of how it happened might be a little bit changed but um right. or like the, the assumptions are made I think but it, the overall history of it is 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 definitely
1: accurate right interesting yeah because uh, I, I mean it's won countless awards it keeps winning awards and being nominated yeah. and uh, my I like you said it's a mom show my my grandma and my mom talk about it a lot <laughs> but <laughs> yeah I've always like uh I've wondered about it. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll eventually try watching it now that it, I've heard you guys talk about it.
2: It's, I mean, it's it's very quick. It's 10 episodes in a season. And they, the episodes skip. Like, like she announced she was – I don't think this is a spoiler. She has kids. She announced she was pregnant in, like, episode five. And then they show episode six, and she's, like, nine months pregnant. It's I was like, oh, my God. I closed my eyes for 10 minutes. And mm-hmm. suddenly she's nine months pregnant. Hmm. So well, then it, you know. moves, it moves quickly. And it's just it only touches on the interesting parts of, like, history. Rather than just going through and being like, I wore yellow that day. I'm like, <laughs> it keeps it interesting.
1: What about uh, what about movies besides uh, TV stuff? Uh,
2: so, I mean, with uh, I always like to watch all the movies that are nominated around award season. So I try to like get involved in as many of those as I can. I, I, I watched pretty uh promising young woman which was the most disturbing and unbelievable movie I've ever seen in my life. I, it, was, it was really something else. Um, she's a former med student and she dropped out and now she pretends to be drunk at bars once a week. And when a guy tries to take advantage of her, she like teaches him a lesson. And they kind of imply that she kills these guys. They don't show it, but they kind of imply she's killing people. Um, Interesting. Mm. But yeah, then it takes like kind of a personal turn and it really, it's, it's something else. It's, it was very good.
1: I think you. Oh, wow! You you messaged the popcorn heist chat about that. You were like, I just saw the craziest movie ever. Yeah, I, like
2: I, after I watched it, I, I like kind of sat back, like, oh my god, I can't believe, I can't believe it's not like a bigger movie. I mean, I know with everything like with COVID and stuff, like there were really no big movies, but it should be talked about nonstop.
1: I got to I I knew I added it to my list like right after you texted. Yeah, yeah that's I got. I got to check that out. I didn't even know it was nominated for for stuff. That's.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't. She she should win everything. I also just found out she was British at the Golden
0: Globes. I was like, Oh my god.
2: Like it's just I feel like that. Happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. That
0: happens a lot where I won't know an, an actor er, or actress is British and then they'll just be talking. I'll see an interview and they'll be British and I'll be like, yeah. What the yeah. hell? T- <laughs> um, I feel like like Sherlock
2: Holmes when I am able to pick out that someone is speaking with like kind of a twinge in their voice, like remember the movie She's Out of My League?
1: Mm-hmm. yeah that girl's yeah.
2: british and i remember her saying the name like once she said something like i don't know todd and i'm like ah, i don't that sounded weird i don't i bet, you, I bet <laughs> you something's going on here and then like i looked it up and she was british i felt like i was a detective
1: It was. <laughs> I, I never knew tom hardy was british until like i saw interviews for venom and i was like oh my god everybody's british <laughs> like, yeah he's got like a super thick accent too yeah like, he, he's amazing and it's always tough to tell i don't know it's tough for me to tell like Sometimes, if someone is Australian or British or New Zealandish, especially yeah. like if oh, you yeah. know they're from the New Zealand or Australia area, I can never distinguish. I, I don't. Oh, I still remember. don't know the
2: difference between the two. I yeah,
1: don't know it. the difference. Like it's it's weird because like Taika Watiti, like is I could definitely tell he has a New, New Zealand accent, but like someone like Carl Urban, Billy Butcher from The Boys, like always thought he was Australian, and apparently he's from New Zealand. I thought he was British. I, uh, I thought he was British too. he <laughs>
2: <laughs> gotta get better. With that. <laughs> um but anyway um, speaking of I, another the, there are certain British people there i like that there are certain people that don't um try to change it like liam neeson got made fun of on family guy for not changing his accent for movies and then seth MacFarlane asked him to be in a million ways to die in the west a thousand ways to die in the west and he said i'll do it as long as i can play a cowboy with an irish brogue because i'm not doing an ah. accent
1: <laughs> and he like literally
2: was a
0: cowboy with an irish brogue it made no sense but it was funny that's so funny <laughs> But yeah, speaking of a, another British actor, um, I think that segues right into
1: the topic of this episode, doesn't it? It it really two British people, but one that I I actually didn't know was British for a while. Two British people. Yeah. You, you'll, oh, this you'll, is great. We're watching Nick realize in real time. I yeah. <laughs> <got this. laughs> so um, let me let me. Uh, I'll, yeah you tell them what tell the viewers and the listeners what the episode is and then i'll explain
0: yeah so so the episode today is uh we this is something we've been wanting to do a popcorn heist for a while you know there's so many especially with superheroes but with 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 a bunch of characters there's a lot of characters that have been played by multiple actors so something we've been trying to do a popcorn heist is discuss which which actor was best at playing that character and we're talking about one today that we are all very passionate about a certain superhero that i that actually i see a stuffed animal version of him in jake background spider-man mm-hmm. um and yeah so the that's a perfect segue because tom holland is british and does not sound british as spider-man and apparently there's another spider-man that i might not be realizing that's british who is it Andrew you and tell him it's toby Maguire. Oh. is andrew garfield british he is <laughs> oh my god i oh i I'm, i didn't know that i guess honestly yeah, I, if you he... told me he wasn't i would have believed you I, I i like don't know what i thought that would Have been good, he hosted Tommy. SNL
2: we... right when, right? If we said Toby McGuire, right? That would yeah. be great. Andrew Garfield hosted SNL right when this was coming out. And Andy Sandberg came out and was like, Are you British? He's like, I am because at that point he'd only been in the Facebook <laughs> movie and then this, so anyone, yeah. really, no one really knew. And then he's like, I can't believe we just outsourced Spider Man, like, year that's really weird to me. And then now, <laughs> after they
1: outsourced him, they, they did it again, it twice. The one. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I never knew Andrew Garfield was British for like the longest time because, like you said, I've I've only seen him in Social Network and Amazing Spider-Man, right. uh, but for a while. But obviously, I've seen him in other stuff now. But yeah, so this episode is as you've seen, you obviously clicked on this episode. It's called "Who Is the Best Spider-Man." We are going to attempt to decide by the end of this episode, or even possibly rank uh, the three main live-action Spider-Man: uh, Tobey Maguire, Tom Holland, and Andrew Garfield. Obviously, there's tons of other. Spider-Man that get, that come into play, which kind of plays into the quote of the episode, which I'm going to say right now. How many Spider-People are there? And that is Miles Morales from Into the Spider-Verse. And Nick, yeah, why don't you explain why that the plays in? quite a few down? in that movie and in general. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Miles Morales a little bit and other Spider-People are fair game, such as Peter Porker and Spider-Man Noir and uh, <laughs> Nick Miller as uh, Peter B. Parker, but Ultimately, the end game of this episode is to discuss the three main live-action Spider-Men, um, and I know that Tommy has, has he stated before, has an interesting opinion that not a lot of people have, and uh, I don't really know Nick's opinions. I'm excited to hear like his exact. Opinions not, on i on everything. I don't even know if I know my own opinions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, is it's weird that we're called like I always call it Nick Miller Spider-Man, but Nick. Isn't – Nick, Nick Miller just a character name from New Girl. I don't know the Yeah, his, name his real name is like – is it Jake Johnson? Jake Johnston. Yeah. I, yeah, oh, I mean like okay. – we're going to call Miller. him Nick Miller. Yeah, yeah he's, he's Nick, Nick Miller. Miller. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. So – No one says Nick
2: Offerman. You say their most iconic TV role. You say Ron Swanson.
1: Yeah. You always call him uh, Ron Swanson, which we yep. call it. So why don't we do it this way? Why, don't, why doesn't everyone make their case first <laughs> for – who right now they think is the best Spider-Man, and then we can go into details. Um, I'm going to start off first. We'll let the controversial one go in the middle, or the end, Tommy. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to start off by saying that my initial reaction is to say that Tobey Maguire is the best Spider-Man. Really? Yeah. That's my initial reaction. Now, I do when we get into discussions, I'll talk about how this has progressed and like kind of my thoughts on it. But... I don't know about you guys, but Tobey Maguire is probably the first superhero movie I watched as a kid, Spider Man 1. Um, It was the first connection I have to Spider Man. I mean, like, I, for, I, until now, I, I read the comics and I like dabble in like catching up on those stories now, but I never read them as kids when I was into superhero movies. So my connection to knowing what Spider Man was was Tobey Maguire. He was what I framed my image of Spider-Man completely around. Always thought that Spider-Man had organic webs. I didn't know in the comics that he has web shooters. So I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I He's the face that I picture every time I see Spider-Man. I think he's a great Peter Parker, and I think he's an awesome Spider-Man, and the way they framed his relationship with Mary Jane Watson, even though we all have our opinions on <laughs> Kirsten Dunst <and> MJ. <laughs> but and the worst the one thing that's <laughs> oh. i don't know it, maybe you guys may argue that it doesn't really count in the argument but as i'm a big music guy i'm a musician so i really like connect musical elements of movies and tv shows to my opinions on things and when i close my eyes and i hear the theme from toby Maguire spider-man movies that's spider-man to me like the new tom holland spider-man theme like i'm like okay this is like a good score but like it doesn't compare like the score from Tobey Maguire's movie screams Spider-Man. You hear that, and you're like, you're you get your hairs raised, like you your spine chills. I know. That's my opening case. <laughs> so, we'll go around the block. Um, Tommy, you want to go next, or should we save controversial for, for the last? I'll go
2: whenever. Um, I could go. You now. Go, you go I, now, Tommy. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, so
2: I mean, I think Andrew Garfield is far and away the best Spider-Man. Um, I think his movies were great. <laughs> I have there. So there's a lot of things. I mean, like you just said, like you, both you like movies, how they, what both movies were great. Yeah. I think both movies were great. Oh I, my God. I don't, I think the first movie was great. I think the second movie was borderline great. I don't, I didn't, I loved it. So I don't know about that one. I was saying this, I was saying this earlier that I feel that the, all these Spider-Mans came out at different times for, in my life. So like the first one came out when I was seven years old. And when you're a kid, you know, like, it, like, uh, Jake just said it is it was pretty much one of the first superhero movies in this whole like now every movie that comes out is a superhero movie but I mean when that came out that was it was it was like Batman movies that were not good and then this so that was like a big deal and everything and then I feel that they took that and made it cooler in the second round and that was when I was in high school and then the other ones came out when I like was already finished with college and stuff and Marvel had already made itself like what it was but when the second ones came out, I was in high school. And I always think when th- you kind of resort to liking things that were big when you were like you know 14, 15 somewhere in there. And when those movies came out, the second round, I I, I thought like they took what Spider Man was and they just like kind of updated it, made it cooler. They like the CGI kind of like, caught up to what they wanted to do. And like you said, I, you you said you enjoyed how they built up the character and how they built up his relationship. First of all, Kirsten Dunst is like. I mean just the worst. Like I, I couldn't they I her character Agreed. just bothered me. There was I remember a line in the third one where she said specifically, This isn't about you. This is about me. And I remember being like, I go, well, Ugh, like get rid of her. I yeah. would break up with her on the spot. Yeah. And then they introduce Emma Stone, who I'm in love with, as Gwen Stacy, and I thought she was great and they had really good chemistry. I mean they were actually dating in real life. So I liked that. I also loved that they were kind of slow burning the story that his parents weren't really dead, but he like he, they were the ending. I think the post credit scene in the first movie is uh, Willem Dafoe type voice saying, did you tell the boy about his father? And I remember being like, I can't believe I got to wait two years to find out where this story is going. And then the two years later, that movie comes out and they don't expense that story at all. And then they just canceled the third one. And I was like, am I never going to find out what happened here? Because that that's terrible. So, I really, that story really caught me and I really enjoyed the story of it. I thought there were lame aspects. Like, I think Jamie Foxx as Electro was, you know, it was terrible. And I thought that uh, Dane DeHaan as the Hobgoblin was also just terrible. But I think, you know, they were, it was less cartoonish to me and it was more realistic than the original ones. Like, what is Sandman? It's just a guy made of sand.
1: That's like <laughs> threatening to you. Yeah, much.
2: It was crazy. And then like all that had to happen to that guy was like he became uh he just found a dirt patch and he just became a big dirt guy. I was like, Well, what is this? Is this is so lame. I liked Andrew Garfield because I thought he was like a cool nerd, which is what Peter Parker should be. And I thought Tobey <clears throat> McGuire was just a nerd nerd. So I thought Andrew Garfield's story was better. I thought he's a better actor. I still think he's a better actor. And I think that he the movie itself was just Of better quality than the originals as far as Tom Holland goes I think you know that he has the added bonus that he has the Marvel funding behind it but I do think that if like pound for pound I would say Andrew Garfield's movies were far and away the best ones
1: all right well I definitely have a lot to say about what Tommy just said about Andrew Garfield but I'll let you give your opening (laughs) statement Nick
0: yeah so i have the benefit of giving my opening statement last so i i'll talk a little bit about what tommy said i i actually think andrew garfield would have been a great spider-man but i think his movies are just not that not that good at all like the first one i actually remember liking when it first came out but i feel like when i that at that age i would like any superhero that came out uh, any superhero movie that came out um but yeah i I think he would have been a great spider-man but the movies he's in just like really kill him um I do think Tom Holland is the most comic book accurate Spider-Man and I do I do I think he's very I I think he's very he's very good at he's quippy and he looks young. So he like looks like he's a kid in high school like I feel like to, uh especially Tobey Maguire like got way too old by the time he finished playing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. And um uh, and uh Andrew Garfield I feel like it was hard to believe he was in high school sometimes too. But I I, I don't know. I feel like um tom holland is definitely the most comic book accurate i think one thing that they do wrong with tom holland is at times he does just kind of feel like another mcu hero and not necessarily spider-man and i think a reason for that is because they always take him out of new york which is like so pivotal to the spider-man story and he spent so little time swinging from the actual buildings of new york i feel like that's something that i wish they did a lot more of because it would make him feel a little bit more like spider-man spider-man like we know him um I think Toby is probably the least comic book accurate. He's do, he's not quippy. He shoots webs out of his hand. But you still love him because he's like Toby Maguire. It's like almost it, – it's like his movies were so enjoyable when, when we were young. Uh, now looking back on them, they're a little bit campy and the third one is eh. But um, I don't know. There's just something about him being like the first superhero <laughs> in all
1: of our lives. <laughs> um. <laughs> Wait what? Tommy made like the most disgusted face when you said that <laughs> Spider-Man Three was is the eh. best one.
0: It's <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> Tommy's oh writing in Spider-Man movies would be like the opposite of mine. Oh my god! Um, I feel like I liked the third one when it came out, but I was also like eight years old or something.
2: Black Spider-Man was the coolest thing I had ever seen up to that point in my life.
0: Well, yeah, yeah it I, I mean, it, it was cool when well, I it was, was like 10. It, it was cool. It was cool when I was 25. <laughs> I will tell you
1: that.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I feel like it almost, Jake, I know you say this. I, this is a random comparison, but I know you say this about like Bugs Life. And you'll be like why, do, like, why do people like Bugs Life other than it's just like, oh, it's Bugs Life. I almost feel that way about <laughs> Tobey Maguire. Like, why do we think he's a good Spider-Man? Like, oh, it's Tobey Maguire. He's like the original one.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I think. I, I, okay. <laughs> You you finish your opening statement. I got I got stuff. I'm, to say. That that's my opening statement. I'm done. Okay. So no real oh, like clear actually, front runner. No, I'm runner. not
0: done. Nick Miller is the best Peter Parker.
1: Huh? <laughs> so he's your clear fr- front
0: runner right now. Yeah, Nick Miller, and then oh, and then and then I guess Tom Holland, and then I I guess Toby McGuire, and then Andrew Garfield. But the, the, honestly, my bottom two could switch. Coming into the episode, I didn't think I was going to say that, but the more I think about it, the lower Toby gets.
1: Really.
2: <laughs> so I think if you really look at it, there's so many things you look at in the Toby Maguire things, there's like, oh that was so cheesy. Oh that was so cheesy. Remember in the second one when Doc Ock's wife dies and it's because the glass shard's coming and like she's seen in the glass shard, she's
1: like No. Yeah, yeah, like yeah.
0: what are we talking about? I think here? that's this is, this is
1: That's directorial choices though. Not you can't blame that on Toby Maguire. That's but Toby like,
0: Maguire, honestly. I never liked Tom McGuire as an actor. I don't think he had the added the, – yeah, I, I agree. I don't
2: think he had this like, oh, it's Toby He was – like like you said it when I when I said the thing about Andrew Garfield. You said like I think he was decent but the movies themselves weren't very good. Toby Maguire was not even decent. Like I mean the – the, the, I mean I have to say it. The dancing scene alone should – I mean he should Just have been canceled for that.
1: <laughs> well, that's Spider-Man 3. The, one, the movie that you said that you love <laughs> – yeah. Okay.
2: So if there's 120 minutes of movie and 119 are great, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I just, I didn't like. I think he's just like. Meh. I think he's like. He's very vanilla. I didn't. I don't. I think Tobey Maguire is like so far below everything else. I think. I think he got a pass because he was groundbreaking. That's what I'll say. I think he he was like the first real one to wade into those waters of superhero movies outside of like a Batman movie and. Everyone was just like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's what these should be like." And now you see what they're like, and you go back and watch it, like, "Oh, wow, that's like Nikki said, that was that's really that's really camp." I
1: I feel like far and away he's the best. He's the best Peter Parker though. Uh, Take Spider Man out of it; he's the he's like he embodies what Peter Parker is in the comics. Like he's like dweeby looking. No, like think of it this way: he's dweeby looking. Like he like the other Spider Men are objectively a little too good looking to be Peter Parker. Like, To Toby Mubire, like, <laughs> looks true. like he would be a nerd that became a superhero. But, and, like, I don't know. He, like, he, did, like, the way they they built his character, like, kind of defined in my mind as a kid. Like, that's what a hero acts like. That's how a hero talks. That's what how a hero acts. That's how a hero makes decisions. Like, I felt like, however you feel about him, like, he, the way they built his Spider-Man is, like, that... In my mind as a kid, I, I always compared superheroes to him. I don't know.
0: I think I think he's getting a pass because he's the first one, though. Like, he's not... Yeah, I think that that kind of plays to what I was saying. I agree. Yeah, and, and honestly, watch Toby Maguire in any other movie. It's the same act. It's like the same character. Watch him in okay. Gatsby. It's pretty much the ha- same character. I'm happy you... I'm so happy you said that because <laughs> I
2: was thinking about it. Have you ever seen a movie where Toby Maguire didn't, like, totally ruin it? Because... <laughs> He ruined those Spider-Mans. And then Nick I don't know about ruin. Nick, ruined those spider Man. He oh did my. make Nick those Carraway. That's fair. All right. That was a, that was a bit far. But <laughs> Nick haraway's supposed to be like not that uncool and nerdy. And like I wonder if he like went to Baz Luhrmann like, and like, hey, how should I play this character? And he's like, well, it's different than Spider-Man. So you got to be a little cool and a little smooth. And he's like, so just be Spider-Man cool. Thanks. And then just went and tried to ruin that movie. And thank God Leo was there. But yeah, no, I think I, I agree with what you said. I think he he's not a great actor and he just kind of plays the same character. And I like the wise crack in Spider-Man. Like Me Tom too. Holland does it well. Andrew Garfield did it a little well. He, Andrew Garfield came off as a little pompous than mm-hmm. like cool and like nerdy. But like he still was making fun of people. And Spider Man's supposed to be doing that. Like Tobey Maguire would just say like the cheesiest lines like, you know who I am. Your friendly neighborhood, Spider-Man. I just I just like sit in the ugh. Watching the movie, just like, oh my god! But he, it's very cringy. What about the scene? Cringy movie. What about the
1: scene in where he goes to where he first like puts on his suit and he goes to the wrestling match and he's like making fun of the wrestler? Well, that's,
2: that's Macho Man Randy yeah. Savage. dressed in peace. That's like a
1: very quippy. I I agree with you guys that he's not a quippy Spider Man at all. He's but not like, at all. I think like yeah, it was enough to like like I, I I didn't lose anything from like like obviously it's better like for Spider Man to be quippy but like i i that didn't take away from the movie for me that he wasn't quippy you know yeah
2: i also think a thing that was negative about others um was that nick brought it up that he looks young and he's playing a high school kid like and tom holland does i mean and like Tobey mcguire you're saying he's way too old but when he was in his last episode like in his last movie i think he was in college right even i think he might have been in college in the second movie as well
1: He was, like, in classes, but, like, he kept, like, flunking out because he would, like, miss class and stuff. Yeah.
2: But – and it looked like it was college at least because it was, like, the big theater setting. They had Andrew Garfield playing Peter Parker at the age of 30 in, like, a high school. Like, he was – he was actually 29 when the first one came out. both of them were not age-appropriate for their role. Right. I get if you want to, like, say, like, hey, he's a little older. Like, okay, cool. But, like, Peter Parker himself, like, that character is a teenager. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if I want to see an older guy, it's, it's like a very different kind of movie. Yeah. I don't want to see an, a 30 year old man, like roasting, uh, guys who are stealing women's purses. Like, that's just an odd thing to look at. Like a kid does. It. It's like, oh, that's cute. But like a 30 year old man, it's just like, this is like an odd thing to look at. It's, it's very weird.
1: Yeah. Andrew Garfield's kind of like a mean Spider-Man at, at times.
2: Yeah, oh my God. he used to just rip people apart. It was great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't. He like going like I don't know. He like did not really look like a nerd to me. Andrew Garfield. He was like he, yeah.
2: I, he I, was like, a little too good looking. He
1: was like an emo, like skateboarding, like yeah, like hipster guy. You know, like he wouldn't have been bullied in high school. Like no, no. You, you,
2: you would bully Tom Holland. Like I could see Tom Holland being bullied. Agreed. I and told <laughs> McGuire. I can't. I can't really see Andrew Garfield. People like looking at. him like that guy over there. Yeah, I'm gonna bully him. Like, just it was very weird.
0: Yeah. That's actually and he one didn't of my.
2: Have that. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: I was gonna say my favorite scene in the in the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire is when he's like gets in the fight and he like uses his powers for one of the first times. You know, he right. catches all the things on the tray. I like love that yeah. scene because the whole time, like you could so see that happening where the bully like comes at him and he's like just like I don't know what
1: mm-hmm. to do. <laughs> Did you know? Wasn't
0: am I insane
2: or was the bully in the first one Joe Manganiello like prior yeah. to being famous? Mm-hmm. He was right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then you get like Andrew Garfield and like he didn't even have the – like he just started – he was bullied and he was dating uh, Gwen Stacy who was like the hottest girl in school that everybody loved. He didn't – it didn't make – there's no parallel to how like – there's no collision course for a nerd and like the cool girl to date and it was just like, oh, she likes him and that was it. Like at least in the first one, they had uh, Mary Jane be like the neighbor so they knew each other growing up and they had that like outside mm, relationship. Yeah. But like, and, and then in the third one – Mary Jane's not the cool girl, and he they just kind of meet through like being smart. But like the second one, there's just they just said like, oh, this is Gwen Stacy. They're going to date, and everyone's just like, all right,
0: thank you, cool, is yeah, he, and just accept it. in the in Amazing Spider Man. I don't really remember. Yeah, remember the basketball. scene Yeah, Flash Thompson is like, a character. Oh, and, right, right, yeah. right, okay. But it's no one famous. Going back to I thought to he was the, just like a lonely, sad boy, more so i mean it kind of is but yeah in the (laughs) second one that's what he plays i think more so than anything
1: but going back to the the scene you said where he catches all the things on the tray that is not cgi that he took him; it took him like over a hundred takes to like get it right but that's actually toby mcguire that's that's what they say that's what they say that's what they say and i mean if you look at it it doesn't look like cgi to me i mean maybe i I maybe they just dropped everything
0: perfectly
2: i think i i don't know how you do that i'm i'm like trying to figure out the physics of this in my I, head and i can't like that's I wonder, unbelievable i wonder if that's true <laughs> another
1: another point on the board for toby Maguire's as best spider-man is that he caught all those things on it the took tray. him
2: hundred tries to catch things on tray. <laughs> what oh, oh wait
1: so, An- another thing about andrew garfield though there's one scene in particular that j- i just remembered doesn't conceal his powers at all is that when he's on the the he's in like the football bleachers with Gwen Stacy or something, and like the Flash Thompson tries to throw a football at his head, he grabs it, mm-hmm. chucks it at the goalpost, and it literally dents the goalpost in half in front of like the cheerleading squad and everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And everybody else just goes on and I remember Flash Thompson just like kind of looking back, confused, like what just happened? Like that guy's the only one that has any questions here. Like I feel like yeah. every the coach should probably be like, Hey, do you want to be our quarterback?
0: Because that was unbelievable. <laughs> but you know you're a superhero. You know who's more guilty of that? Tom Holland. Tom Holland's chills in a bar in his Spider-Man costume with his mask off, and literally every time he meets a new superhero, he's just like, "What? Oh, there goes my mask!" And no That's wonder so he true. gets he gets put on blast at the end of this at the end of uh, Far From Home.
1: That's true. He trusted Tom
0: Holland. Also climbed out of four school buses. I think at this point. Yeah, exactly. He did an end game.
2: He does it twice in Far From Home. Like the guy just – don't you think people are going to start to – like the fact – I love that MJ said in the movie like every time we're somewhere, he's also there. It's you, obviously. Yeah. Like I like that they kind of address – like people should probably be realizing what's going
0: on Yeah. I, I I thought that was a good way to address it too because how do you not know? <laughs> like yeah, literally. Oh, this guy who's always in our city and yeah. followed us to DC and then came
2: back to New York and now he's in Italy. Like it doesn't at all – that was good. I enjoyed that they did mm-hmm. that. I think I, that was kind of perfect. I was going to say that was another point. I think the f- supporting cast around Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield were so much better than the supporting cast that Toby Maguire had. And like, Kirsten Dunst is awful. Like- and I do, I think Aunt May, uh, what's her name? Rosemary Harris. She's awful. um Really, I think like she's like oh, a she's sweet so old cute. lady. But she's so oh That's like
1: definitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah see, me that's too. the thing is like
2: oh she's cute. Like I, I was like me. I didn't. I she was too old and it was not. I didn't. She was British and they didn't address that, which felt weird. um And then uh, I thought she was had,
0: just old. I didn't think she was British. Yeah, I don't think she was British. She might have just had like I an old British. lady. Like who?
1: yeah i think she just had
0: an old lady voice i've lived my whole life thinking she was british so i'm not gonna
2: change until i see it for being honest but like i like i i think willem defoe is great and i think uh like that's like a whole different thing the villains but like the people that were around him like the dr connors i didn't love but like when you get to to uh and was it it was james cromwell was the police commissioner right he was captain stacy
1: no, I thought that was in uh, Amazing... In the amazing, originals. In, oh, the
2: originals, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I believe it was James Cromwell, James Cromwell, who was, I mean, he's a good actor, but like he had a small part. And then when you get to the second ones, you had Dennis Leary playing a cop, and he was like perfectly cast for that role. Um, and then I liked Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, and I thought that having the uh, rest of the cast be people you kind of have seen before and everything, and like I enjoyed that the villains were... Rele- re- re- bleh, relevant um, actors like Jamie Fox and Dane DeHaan was kind of famous at that time, and um, now I'm blanking on who the other ones were. I think Paul Giamatti was in one. Yeah, the Rhino. And yeah. who was the other
1: villain? Uh, Lizard. Yeah, I I forget the guy's name though. It- yeah, he's been in stuff. He
2: was in The Replacements and stuff. So like, you get there are decent people like in the movies, and then I mean Tom Holland has. I mean, he's had Iron Man in his movies yeah. and Michael Keaton and, and
1: Zendaya is great. And, uh, so he,
2: they had better cast surrounding them. So I think that But also Toby Maguire had
0: Willem
1: Dafoe and James Franco. Yeah, James Franco. You gotta, I great forgot about Harry, James Franco. Great Harry Osborn, I think. Yeah.
0: James Franco was good, and actually, that's something I was gonna say about Toby, where he he gets a leg up because of he was the first one to do it, so he got like the real Spider-Man story, and then going forward, they had to like not do the same exact thing, so they had to like not do Green Goblin well in in um, Amazing Spider-Man, and then in in uh, the MCU, they like shy away from using a lot of the the characters because they don't want to redo the same thing, which I get, and there's no origin story, so it like. They just straight up ignored it. Like they don't yeah. even address it in the MCU. Yeah.
2: I like. I think they kind of Dewey says something like, "How'd this happen?" Like, and you're like, "Long you're story." He's like, "Oh, it's it. a spider." Like, yeah. Yeah, it was like offhand, and I, th- I get that's like a nod and everything, but like, I remember thinking like, "Oh, that's uh, I there's there must be so many restrictions on doing it after somebody else does it." And Andrew Garfield was must have been so handcuffed because he did it like right after. Yeah. Because he the original spider-man was 2002 so and then they made three so and andrew garfield's was 2012 so in those 10 years you had three spider-man movies and then he had to make his own so that's really i mean he, he was probably like so handcuffed the the writer of that movie yeah.
1: i don't think the shying away from other villains is a bad part of tom holland though, because i i personally like to see new villains that haven't been used before and ob- ob- objectively Michael Keaton and Jake Gyllenhaal, like Mysterio and Vulture are some of the best Spider-Man villain performances.
2: They had great villains. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, that was another thing I got mad that they took away from me. I felt that I was cheated by Sony when they took away, they kind of were teasing the sinister six after the second movie. And that's something I can't believe that we've had what, uh, seven Spider-Man movies at this point. And I still haven't seen the sinister six. Like it's crazy to me. Cause that's an awesome thing. Like, a. An Avengers for Bad People is, is the coolest thing in the world. I'll yeah. admit
1: that I when Amazing Spider Man 2 came out, that was one one thing I was definitely like excited to see. I was like, Come on, give me yeah. give me Sinister Six. Like is Yeah. I,
2: I think it was the post credit scene of the second one. They have somebody walking past the mm. costumes of the, the I think they show Electro and the Vulture and everything and it was like, Oh, it's coming and then it just never did. Now there's rumors they're gonna do it now, but like,
1: but like through multi vertices.
0: <laughs> We there's a whole yeah, we have I'm, a whole episode I, about that also. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> other thing. Um, what was I gonna say? Now, I oh, I I actually feel like both Tobey Maguire and um Andrew Garfield got their stories cut short a bit. I feel like at the end of Spider Man three, when we were kids, I like thought there was definitely gonna be a Spider Man four. It kind of ends with him like holding Mary Jane in a bar, and it's like okay, like what happens after that? Right? Doesn't it end with him like getting back I think so he goes back of. to the where he hit her yeah uh, oh yeah. i don't remember that yeah i feel like I, there was i thought for sure there was going to be a spider-man 4 so i was like a little disappointed when they brought in andrew garfield and didn't continue to mcguire and then same thing happened to andrew garfield where they cut him short and then i'm glad that sony didn't end up taking uh tom oh holland God. out of the mcu because that would have been so detrimental and like his story would have yeah. been so cut short like imagine it was just him and venom i guess um, oh god so glad that he's still in the awful. MCU that would have been
2: awful let me tell yeah. you Tom Hardy entering Marvel I like there was that was a huge day for me I was like so excited and then I saw Marvel I was like oh no I, I it the it was okay it was it wasn't like Venom? the greatest thing ever yeah I wasn't a fan yeah, of
0: that no. I feel like it if it was out, the thing I've ever seen if it came out 10 years ago, it would have been good. It was like kind of like the usual right. superhero movie thing, but we've just seen so many yeah. movies like that. And like, also, he wasn't really an anti hero. I could get into the whole thing about Venom.
1: Yeah, we, we should save Venom for a whole other episode. <laughs> but let, so I want to go back to your point when you said like T- Toby gets a pass because he's just the first one who did it. But I think like there's still, if his, the first time he did it was bad, then people would still hate it. You know, like I feel like he defines what people think I'm of Spider-Man in the movies. So like,
2: I say it was bad. I say that. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, I'll say get, that. Get, no, I think uh, I think we didn't know any better, and it's just like, oh, this is what they are. And then you see what they did with like Iron Man and Thor and Captain America. You're like, oh wait, like have you gone back and watched Tobey Maguire's movies recently? I just watched three a few weeks ago. It was like. I, I can't believe like we would like pay – like that was the highest grossing movie at one point. That's your favorite like, one. Believe, like, but again, opening. that's
1: Spider-Man 3. You got to watch Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I watched Spider-Man 1 recently and Spider-Man 2 is even better in my opinion. I think Spider-Man 2 is awesome.
2: I think Dr. Octopus is is the most ridiculous um, superhero ever, uh, supervillain ever, especially for Spider-Man. Just stand on a building and just like web. Just web. The arms don't extend. Just stay out of his reach. It's like boxing. Like, just if he's taller, just stay away. And just... Dead, dead <laughs> dead web oh, so... I like Doc Ock. Doc Ock is end, so cool. I, I actually... I, thought, I think he's a cool idea, but, like, there's so many ways around it, and they just didn't take them. Like, Green Goblin is like awesome. He could fly around. Yeah. He's got that. He's got... Gadgets and gizmos. He's got a sled that he can fly around. That was cool. But then you get like, what was it? It was a, a hoverboard. Like <laughs> no, I mean, the oh, sled. He, it was like
0: a, James, float. It was a sled.
2: He what, James Franco's a <laughs> snowboard.
1: <laughs> snowboard new goblin. No, he
2: th- that was ridiculous when he made oh, him the hobgoblin. He's the just <laughs> running around on <in> a skateboard. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, no, that's cool. he's younger, and cooler. And... Yeah, that I completely was completely forgot thing. about that. But like, he like both of them had all those cool like gadgets and and toys and stuff that like they had grenades that would just throw in the people and they had the little wing things that they addressed in the first one and the third one dr octopus to me is just like here are my arms they don't go anywhere so could you just like come stand near me so i can hurt you with them just web them up like web them up from the outside it seems a lot easier
1: i feel like you did that in and the then movie. sandman
2: is just an absurd thing just just throw water on the guy
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan of Sandman, but like that fight with Doc Ock on the subway where they're like crawling on the sides of the subway and stuff. That's a sick fight. And then he has to stop the train. Yeah.
2: They also did – I enjoyed the original movie. had some really good writing. Like the first movie, they say like we're New Yorkers. You got to deal with all of us. And that was like so cheesy. So then the second movie, they're all on the train. Like you have to go through all of us. He's like, man, no problem. He just like swishes them out of the way on the train. That's like the coolest thing in the world to me. Um And then in the second one, I think they kind of, the second one, I think kind of the second round, like Andrew Garfield's kind of pull away from talking about him. There's a lot of stuff about Gwen Stacy. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, the Jamie Foxx one, there's a lot of, most of the movie is just about Jamie Foxx and how he was like not treated well. And then, um, you know, like they kind of like, I think he gets less attention, Andrew Garfield. And every time he was on the screen, I remember thinking like, oh, this, this, he's good. Like he's a good Spider-Man and. I like him. I think he's funny. I like the story. That's why I always go with him. And I think Tobey Maguire didn't have that, like the good story and like the, the stuff that I actually cared about to like keep watching.
0: I also feel like the, all three of the Tobey Maguire movies have a very similar structure and plot. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. like him either trying to get married or fighting with her. And then they like, it, things go awry and then she gets captured and he has to save her. And it, Mary Jane's just a liability at this point. She's got to go. <laughs> yeah. And, actually, I agree with you. I love Gwen Stacy. I feel like she actually helps or tries yeah. to help. A um, little bit of a liability, but ultimately tries to help. I like her. It's also not like Mary Jane was nice to him when she was around. Yeah. Like, he would go and save her, and then she'd be like, by the way, I don't like She, cheated, be like, she,
1: ah, cool, she, she cheated on him with uh, James Franco in the third one.
0: Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. I think she cheated on all three of her boyfriends, didn't she? She yeah. cheated on... Well, she left her wedding, which...
1: J Jonah yeah. Jameson's son. That
0: was
2: yeah, oh, was it? Um, I didn't. I forgot that. See, that's another big wrinkle. Is he had J Jonah Jameson is an unbelievable character. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So good. He's a great character, and and um, I think it's Elizabeth Banks is Betty Brant, right? Yeah. In the yeah. original, so that's another. <laughs> so, so good. I think I want to. I want to rescind what I said before about Tobey Maguire not having a supporting <laughs> cast. His movie should have been way better. <laughs> With the amount of people he had in there, it was unbelievable. He had so much star
1: power. And we can't forget Topher Grace as Venom in Spider-Man Three. Eric Foreman oh is God. a <laughs> Oh, My God. And you know what?
0: Honestly, I feel like he's actually not a pretty good actor. Um, but he just was not good for that role. No. No, you have to be like Tom Hardy and Eric Foreman could not be further apart on the
2: spectrum. Yeah. They are so different, and and like Venom has to Venom's like a jacked up like big he has a literal six pack. Like they drew a six pack in the comic books and then you get Eric Foreman playing him with frosted tips. Not a, not a, and the, the way to beat him is to bang pipes together.
1: Odd, odd choice. That's a, that's a comic book thing. I think it was stupid that he just dove in and then like they just disintegrated and disappeared in the pumpkin bomb. Yeah. But I want to, another gizmo. Yeah. A great. Gizmo. He goes, he goes, I like being bad.
0: It makes me happy. <laughs> Yeah, that's there was, there was some really cringy. That should have been the, the quote of the episode. One. Oh, it should have <laughs> been. Oh, oh my god! I, I love that quote. <laughs> I love that quote.
1: <laughs>
2: oh man, but there's the third one has like he keeps saying stuff, and I'm like, oh my god. That was really cringy too and it just keeps piling up.
1: That was such a weird movie. The third one is a wild movie. Before I forget, I want yeah. to say, Nick, I agree with you that – I will agree with you that Toby Maguire's movies, they do have a similar structure. that can get a little repetitive sometimes. Um, well, yeah, the third movie is just ridiculous. But I will say the thing that people like hate and uh, like like always point fingers at is when Toby Maguire does the whole dancing scene and the finger guns as he's walking down the street. Totally. Absurd. Ridiculous but like – it's iconic. Like everyone always we're talks still, about it. It's like about that's, that's a it's part good. of Spider Man, you know. Where yeah. like there are things that Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield did that people are like, that was really stupid, but it's not talked about for ages and yeah. ages, and people like love as much as like. It's like he's a goofy. I don't know. It's just like iconic. bad
0: things are good. Yeah, if they're
1: you know the
2: Tobey Maguire ones, I think a, a good way to describe it is they're fun. Like they're not. They're very light and everything, and. You went to, you went, I mean, you didn't look forward to it, but seeing um, Sam, is it Rami? I never know how to Sam say Ramey. his name. Yeah. He he did the Ash versus Evil Dead uh, movies as well. Mm-hmm. And he had uh, the guy's name, Bruce Campbell was in all of them at, in different roles. And he was always very funny. Like he was in, he did the, the bow tie thing and the shoelace and not letting him into the, the theater when Mary Jane's play was going on. And then. He was the waiter. I don't remember what he was in the first one, but he was in all of them. He
1: was the announcer for the wrestling match.
2: Oh, was he really? Yeah. Oh, he's he's the one who says Spider-Man. That's cool. So yeah, so I like like he was in them and that was cool to see. And then, you know, you get this like the, he had the 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 cast around him and, and it was always like funny to see like jay jones James, it was funny rather than like serious. Um It's just – I think they were – they had more fun with that one. But then when you like look at it, like you kind of sacrifice the movie to do like the silly stuff like the dancing and have J. Jonah Jameson have 15 funny scenes in the movie. You sacrifice a little bit of the story.
1: I will – but that's Spider-Man 3 again, which is is your your favorite favorite. one.
2: Okay. (laughs) I just remembered another one, Bryce Dallas Howard's in it. I mean, the fact that this is not the best trilogy <laughs> of all time is, is unrelievable. Like, Emma uh, Stone's
1: way better to Gwen, Gwen Stacy than Bryce Dallas Howard though. I
2: completely agree. But the amount of oh stars we've listed God. that were in the
1: original trilogy is ridiculous. I
0: never even realized that. Oh, That it's wow. Gwen Stacy's in both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew Gwen, Gwen Stacy was in it. I didn't know, um, bryce dallas howard is that am i saying yeah, it was like yeah. A yeah. First i didn't thing. know that i forgot that i never like you, you know when you 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 end up knowing an actor or actress really well and but then yeah. you don't remember Most the first you saw them and that i didn't even realize that was her i never backfilled that in my brain
2: mm-hmm. yeah um i mean there's so many people in the first trilogy that that you didn't know jk simmons before that now he has an oscar yeah. you didn't know elizabeth banks or um Bryce Dallas Howard. I mean, Tobey Maguire was kind of famous for me. Honestly, Trust. that was – think maybe it was just because I was a kid, but I didn't know James Franco either. Yeah, me neither. He was in stuff but like not huge. Yeah. Like that kind of put him on the map and stuff. So there's so many people that that like – that have ended up becoming huge after that. So now you can look back and list all these people
0: and say like, wow, that movie should have been way better. <laughs> so where, where do you guys think um, some of the other Spider-Men would stack up? Peter Porker, number one. Oh, Peter <laughs> so good. Honestly, Spider-Man Noir I is amazing that. too. Spider-Man Noir, so good. The I was rewatching. Spider-Girl. Yeah, Gwen Stacy and Spider Verse. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I Steinfeld. I was. Uh oh oh, you're right. Where mm-hmm. she plays Gwen Stacy. Yep. Right. Yeah,
2: but that's Spider Girl, right? That's yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I forgot yeah. about that.
0: Okay. Um uh, yeah, honestly, I was rewatching the other day, and I forgot how funny um, Nicolas Cage was as Spider-Man. Noir. Oh, so he's, good. He's, so he's really funny.
2: funny. He just at this point he's just making fun of himself in every role he does, and I love that. I think that's a funny career choice. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> all I of the it. castings for all of the Spider people in Into the Spider Verse were on point. John Mulaney yeah, as Peter yeah. Porker is like the best casting I've ever heard in my life. So good. And yeah. Nick Miller as, as Peter Porker. Uh, yeah, Nick and Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin
2: is. Like, a okay. I think that's a great idea too.
1: Oh, from uh, Daredevil, right? Yeah, well, he, so the. It was, was he in uh It was Leo Schreiber is a uh, kingpin in Into the Spider Verse.
2: Did I just mix that up?
1: Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio is uh kingpin in the Daredevil TV the, series.
2: Yeah. Okay. I take it back. Vincent, o- Vincent D'Onofrio is terrible in Spider Verse. <laughs> Wasn't uh, in it? it. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> I love Liam
0: Shriver. Now I gotta go watch that again. And now I gotta see Liam
2: Shriver. He's a great actor, Ray Donovan.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly love Spider Verse. It's, it's actually one of my favorite Spider Man movies, if not my favorite. But that's a different discussion. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I feel like all those Spider Man like are, are hot, like all the all like Peter Parker, um, Miles, and uh, some like John Mulaney and Nicolas Cage are like up up there for me. But it's hard because they're only in one movie, so you can't like actually put them above the other three. Yeah.
2: They also um the, the big show from WWE who is I wanna say seven feet tall. At one point he was seven feet tall, five hundred pounds. Like he's just a massive bald mm-hmm. man, said he wants to play Kingpin. I I will write that check. I mean <laughs> to have an actual human like giant playing Kingpin would be the coolest thing in the world to me.
1: That'd be awesome. It was
2: original. Daredevil it was Michael Clark Duncan, who is a I mean a massive man and i thought that was like a very cool thing to see like how is anyone going to beat this guy up he's got his muscles have muscles so seeing like an actual giant play him would be cool i think there's so many different ways that because all the how all these different spider mans played out and they were all pretty successful i think so many people want to join in to them like i mean the amount of people that like we said the star power in the first one the second one i mean now marissa tomei is in the third one the amount of oscars that have just been in spider-man movies is crazy yeah
1: marvel movies chopping in general
2: years
0: off aunt may yeah for, for forever yeah what'd you say they've been chopping years off aunt may for quite some time <laughs> is <laughs> Sally Field's like a little older and marissa tomei is like just hot like there's not even, <laughs> it's not even a question
1: um but yeah, Nick Nick Miller is a is, is a great Spider-Man. It's hard to kind of compare – I mean obviously I love Peter Porker, John Lee, but it's hard to like compare like Spider-Ham to like the OGs like Peter of course. Porkers, you But know?
0: I, Honestly, yeah. I, I think Nick Miller is a good comparison. I feel like a lot of times when it comes to like animated stuff, people like put it like, oh, it's not as good. But I, you know Jay, Jake knows this. I like love – like some of my favorite Star Wars characters are from animation. Um, that's a whole different story but um, – I don't know. I feel like sometimes people sleep on animated characters when, you know, what Nick Miller is like a great Peter Parker, a great washed up Peter Parker. It's a different take. Like, I mean, like you
2: look at they kind of all did different stuff with their Spider-Mans in the in the like the movies with Tobey Maguire being just kind of like a nice nerd. And then Andrew Garfield being kind of like a a mean nerd. And then Tom Holland just being kind of quirky just because this one's like kind of a degenerate. It's not. I don't think it was like a. Oh, I shouldn't be discounted. I think he was very. I thought
0: he was hilarious in a lot and of. And he takes he from like all the other ones a little bit. I like that,
1: right? Yeah. yeah, and just his voice. Like I can imagine like him like being like the degenerate Spider-Man. Yep. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: he's a perfect. He's got a perfect voice for for like a washed-up kind of loser. Yeah,
1: and uh, not I love not really. He's not Peter Parker, but Miles in Into the Spider Verse is just a great version of Spider-Man too. I mean, we're. Our conversation—we're trying to decide the best Peter Parker, but I—I I thought, I, I forget the guy who who voices him, but just Miles was like immediate... like fans like latched onto him. I, I loved him immediately when I saw that movie. I was like, "Give me more Miles movies."
2: What is his uncle, the Prowler? Correct. Oh, so yeah, cool. Aaron
1: Davis. He's so, so cool.
2: In Tom Holland ones, when they had um, Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love. I watched Community when it was on. I liked Childish Gambino's music. I. Uh, that man can do no wrong in my eyes. And he was in the movie and I was like, Oh, that's cool. I like him. And then like, Mm -hmm. I saw spider verse and then years later went back and watched homecoming and realized he was the prowler. Uh, You should have seen me. I was having a meltdown. I couldn't (laughs) believe like, I hope they bring him back. Like if they do the sinister six, he could be in it. It was the coolest thing. Like they could tie in miles Morales to this thing without even having to do a multiverse thing. I think that'd be really cool.
0: Yeah. I think it's open
2: for no way home to make this like the best trilogy. Um, I mean, I know the second one wasn't a trilogy, but that could make him the best one if No Way Home like actually delivers.
1: Hopefully, yeah. Um, they actually mentioned Miles like in that scene in Homecoming. He's like, "Yeah, right. I got a nephew in this area that I, I want to look out for." Mm. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty cool.
2: That was another really funny scene. He's like, "This is the first time doing this because you're not good at it." Like that was uh, it was hilarious. Like I enjoy when there's funny stuff and it's
0: not like forced, like the dancing and. Um, and some some MCU you know. comedy is a little bit forced. I won't lie to you. Yeah, oh, it okay, is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But
1: I I think Tom Holland... What's I think if we haven't really talked about Tom Holland as much. We've been focusing a lot on Toby and Andrew. I I think that to, what one thing that Tom does really well is that he balances like Peter's awkwardness, his nerdiness, and the quippiness all together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I to don't
2: me. have a problem with anything about Tom Holland's movies. Like everything they do is fine by me. I just I feel like I have to defend Andrew Garfield's movies. You know what I mean? And I also feel too defended. I also have to attack Tobey Maguire's movies like a a high school bully. Mm -hmm. But I enjoy (laughs) – like Tom Holland's movies are – like they're not – there's nothing wrong with them. I I mean they've been a little boring I think a little bit. Like they get a little too wrapped up like Nick said earlier in the story rather than being Spider-Man. Um, but I, I think he's like as far as like Tom Holland goes, his movies have been incredible. Like his cast around him's good and he's good, the story's been good, and he gets the added benefit of being part of the MCU.
1: But his performance, what what do you what do you think may be better or worse than the other two Spider Men?
2: I th- you know, I think we've touched on it. He's younger, so it's more realistic that he's like a, a learning superhero. I like that he's learning rather than he just kind of jumps in, so, saves one day, and then he's just like, all right, cool, I'm the best superhero ever. In number two, he's still learning how to do it. Like, I like that he has kind of people he's answering to, like Iron Man and Nick Fury in um, one and two, respectively. So I think he does a good job, like you said, of balancing it, and it's also like a different take that he's still kind of getting into the feel of things and getting into coming into his own a little bit. I think he's just I think I also think he's a great actor. I think everything he's in he's, he's been really good. And I enjoy that you see a lot more of him, But it doesn't have to weigh heavily on him because he was in Civil War. And then he was in Infinity War. And he was like a major part of uh, Infinity War. So you kind of learn a lot about him as time goes on. But it doesn't rely on just being like strictly Spider Man in your face for three hours. Um, I think he's great. I like the Tom Holland ones too. Tobey McGuire
0: stinks.
1: <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna have to really defend Toby. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, you said it earlier in the episode, which is, I think, is a really great point about Tom Holland. Is that you don't get that New York feel? Is that I, I always like, I love Tom Holland. and I love how they're making him so comic book accurate. But that's a really big point for me. Is that you don't feel like he's the Spider-Man from New York as you do with andrew and and toby i think
0: yeah and i think that it was the second movie being in italy yeah Yeah. (laughs) and the first one barely being in new york it's like in dc a lot of time and and like i I also feel like the settings I, i actually feel like the second one even though he's in italy they like use his powers in a in a way that he doesn't just feel like another superhero like with the spidey senses and he like closes his eyes and like grabs it like i feel like they use his powers a little bit better in far from home in homecoming i kind of feel like he just feels a, a little bit I, I love tom holland as spider-man but i feel like at times they he, he's like on a beach for the final battle he's like on climbing on a plane it doesn't really feel like the the best setting to put spider-man in for a final battle and i get it like feeds into the plot and everything that he's on like saving the stark plane but I just feel like they could, have utili- they could sometimes utilize his powers more in a more like original way rather than just kind of throwing him in a setting for a final battle. Um, they did it better in Far From Home, but I think they do him wrong by taking him out of New York and putting him in like these random settings that don't really use his powers that originally.
1: I, I can agree with that. I I I I think though personally that Far From Home perfected Spider Man combat and Spider Man like fight I think scenes. they did it well, yeah. Like the fight scenes with Mysterio and especially like on that bridgeway is like mm. awesome Spider-Man action. Like Yeah.
2: I agree with to that. It's kind of tie into what both of you guys like just said. Like it is it's tough to take him out of New York. Um because he, he that's like his he's literally the friendly neighborhood Spider Man and he's like saving the world now. And like they address that that's like an issue, but the the second move the far from home um like perfected the fighting and i enjoyed that it wasn't just brute strength versus spider-man it was like psychological and you had to outsmart this guy who was also a genius and i thought that that was like a cool new take and they have to do new stuff because like fighting on the beach in the first one as well because they're handcuffed by there being five exactly. movies prior to this or six movies prior to this now and you know how many times like they had spider-man three was him fighting in a construction site which is like a new york staple and then in number two he was fighting on the piers and then in number one he was fighting in like a high rise um and then andrew garfield i believe was in like a con ed like center like an electrical field and then i don't remember what his first movie oh, i was uh also on a high rise how many times can a guy fight in a building so they throw him on a beach in coney island because that is part of new york and then yeah. the second one he's in italy but you know still in a city on a bridge like they they have to keep on redoing stuff like because you you don't want to just copy you know toad mcguire's or andrew garfield so they are a little bit and and i'm with you there and i I think they do it pretty well
0: i'm with you there and i don't i don't blame them for doing it that way but i do think it does and yeah they take him out of new york because they've done it so many times before but it Mm -hmm. does take away from his like action and his (laughs) final battles because like the best the the think of the two best moments from toby mcguire's is like the train scene which is super new york and um yeah. the uh, the scene when they're like the people on um on the i forget what it's called like the gondola that goes across like the yeah, um or when green Ghost goblin River is and, like holding yeah, them they, yeah they start like throwing stuff don't they start yeah. throwing stuff at him from the brooklyn bridge yeah and, yeah and then they have that really cringy line you mess with one of us, yeah, you must all of us. That
1: but, is
2: not how New Yorkers feel. It. You must one of us. I am looking the other way and walking <laughs> down the street. That is not
1: no, my no, but when it comes but, down to it, New Yorkers we gang we gang up together. Yeah, you know.
0: And- if, if everyone's in okay. danger, they'll help. Um, but And then in, in the Andrew Garfield one, when all the cranes, like, come and, like, give him the path to, like, swing across, that's, like, a great scene. And, and I feel like they are missing that a little in Tom Holland. And I, I get it. It's because they have to separate it. But I hope that in, in, like, the next one, they, like, finally are like, okay, he's become Spider-Man now. Jay Jonas Jameson is, like, the thing now. Like, now he's ready to, like, be in New York. And, and hopefully they'll find something original to do with it in New York. And um, Very interested to see like where this is even set
2: because like it's called No Way Home, so I worry that he like flees the city. The only thing I can think of is that they kind of hinted that um, Matt Murdock is in it and he's going to be his lawyer, and Matt Murdock is from Hell's Kitchen, so Mm -hmm. he's from New York. So hopefully, and I know this might be you know overreaching a little bit, but you can't practice law. Outside of New York, if you're New York, registered
0: <laughs> a lawyer, that's it. I don't think they're going to get into I mean, Matt Murdoch losing yeah, his he, license
2: in the MCU. I'll tell you what: if I'm in a movie theater and they're in like Atlanta, and Matt Murdoch is his lawyer, I would be sitting and being like, "Oh, this is not allowed. This is a yeah. courtroom in Atlanta, and you are not registered here." Thank you. <laughs> but like, so I think they, I think they should really keep it in New York. I think if they do, I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with it. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I think a lot of people would have a problem if it takes place in like LA, which.
1: Uh, that would be so stupid. That would be, but, that would but be horrible. Fan, but... Also, uh, Doctor Strange is going to be in it, and he's New York based. He's Bleecker Street, yeah. the Village. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, and like, I, you think of the Spider-Man video game, which I was a, a huge fan of, like the the most recent one, and like, it, you know how boring that game would be if you weren't in New York. Like, I feel like it's yeah. you got to give me a little Imagine Spider-Man like in New York. <laughs> they make a joke about it when he's in the suburbs in Homecoming, and he like has nothing to grab onto. So hopefully they they. Uh, they bring him back to home, and also home for all of us is New yeah. York. So that makes it a little bit more personal for us. I
1: feel like they're slowly also- getting to it in t- with Tom Holland. Like they're like you said, like piece by piece, they're giving him like New York landmarks. Like homecoming, he had the Staten Island Ferry and Coney Island, and far from home. Like yeah, didn't he was in Europe and stuff. And but at the end, he had a great like swinging scene, like right by Avengers Tower. And now he's got J. Mm-hmm. Jonah Jameson, and like you know, I, and that was
2: on the. The wall of the garden. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: So I, I, I think they're slowly like getting there, and especially that ending scene from Far from Home, even though it's called No Way Home now. I think it's going to be based mm-hmm. in New York, and hopefully we get that New York feel. Because yeah, if we're ranking Spider-Man in terms of like feel and authenticity of like that New Yorkishness, he's probably the third. Just from New, New York, actually, I was going
2: to say that because if you look at like the way it's really gone, they've really separated from the city. And I really I mean, we're all New Yorkers, so I guess that's why we care so much about it. So someone in like Kansas probably doesn't care at all. But like, the first one, he lived in Queens, and like that block. I when I see the block, he li- like when he would go like down his driveway, I was like, oh, that that looks like what I imagine exactly Queens block to it, yeah. be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When people say they live in Queens, I think of like Peter Parker's house because that's mm-hmm. what Queens looks like. And then in the second one, it was like kind of more caricature-ish New York, like it was like living in the city and in the Oscorp building, which isn't real. Um, but then now this one, like, I don't even, I can't even tell you where he, doesn't he live in an apartment building?
1: Oh, I think so. Like we, we barely,
2: like, I don't even know where he lives. Like they don't show enough of New York. And the only time they really did was the one scene when he left prom or homecoming, I guess it was homecoming. That would make more sense to go, uh, find like the vulture, like the first time they meet, Yeah, that was the only time they really show anything like even remotely close to like New York in that. So they really have started to separate completely as the movies have gone on. And I hope they kind of bring it back because New York is a cool feel for Spider-Man. It's important to it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like personally, I feel like if you're ranking it in terms of New Yorkness, it would be definitely Toby, Andrew, Tom. Agreed.
0: Oh yeah. And it honestly, if you're including Miles, he's up there too.
1: Yeah. With New York. Yeah. Not not towards the not too much towards the top, he's, though. He's I,
0: not over Toby, but he's right under, I
1: think. Do you think so? I feel yeah. like he sho- they showcase Brooklyn really well, I think. But, I feel uh, like the final yeah.
0: battle's not, but the whole movie is. It shows a very
2: different New York than like I'm used to with like the Spider Man movies, because it shows like kind of Brooklyn. And I think they kind of go into like, sort of like uh, a different neighborhood because it's not Peter Parker. It'd be like Mm. a different kind of character. So it's, I I think they show like a very different side of it. And it's, I mean, it's cool. I definitely like it, but I don't know if it's, I mean like Tobey Maguire, the, I I think the original one had his mask, like the original poster had his mask and the twin towers were on it. Mm -hmm. And it came out like in May of 2002. So it was like a huge thing. And I like, remember that being like a cool, like New York became like a, a, like an important part of oh, yeah. that movie. And then the second one, like they just kind of like let it go. And like Tom Holland, they actually did a full movie in Europe.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's very cool. Like Tom Holland, they go they do it really well that they highlight his, that his life as a high school student. And like he, that's his whole struggle. Like you watch like old interviews. I was actually watching an interview with Stan Lee the other day and he's like, Spider-Man is his favorite hero. And he's actually the most realistic because the things that like, you know, when you're just like having one of those days where you're like, nothing good is going right for me. He's like, mm-hmm. that would happen to Spider-Man. Like nothing good. Like it always seems like nothing good happens for Spider-Man. Cause he's torn between these two lives, like where he like has to be a kid, but he has to be a hero. And I feel like Tom mm-hmm. Holland does that like super well. Yeah.
2: Like the scene when he, when Iron Man takes his suit away from him uh, is like heart wrenching. Um, so like, I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. Like he, He's he and he makes you feel for him, like he makes you feel like bad for the character. Whereas like Tobey Maguire, when he would do that thing when he was crying at um, while Uncle Ben was dying, is the
1: face he made—it's oh like, it's
2: it's, like it's
0: still a meme. Like I didn't
2: feel bad for the kid. I was like, ah, oh, make it end. That's painful.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I that scene's really sad though. When when he finds Uncle Ben and he starts crying, I, I actually get really yeah, sad that during that scene. One.
2: I just oh oh my god! The second one had Martin Sheen. <laughs> oh yeah, he was Uncle Ben. I, the amount right, of people that right. have been in these movies is unbelievable. I just – people just keep right. coming into my head. I'm like, oh my god, this is unbelievable. Every yeah. single person.
1: And then what, one other thing that comes to mind is uh, something I think Andrew Garfield does very well too is, is his resourcefulness and like his – that he's actually like a smart guy who's building his own stuff. Like mm-hmm. Kobe, yeah. they give him a quick scene like he's designing his outfit but like it just goes from like – He has master tailoring
0: skills out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, it goes from like the shitty wrestling outfit to like this amazing superhero outfit in like two seconds. Whereas Andrew, you see him building his web web shooters and he has to figure out how to reverse the electricity thing that uh, Gwen Stacy helps him figure it out with Electro. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: So we were saying it earlier that the third movie is a little bit handcuffed in that they can't do certain things. They also have an added benefit that they can do certain things. Like they didn't have to explain the web shooters because we all saw the Andrew Garfield ones. And that takes a lot of time and that's mm-hmm. boring to explain. So nobody really cares. They also get to make jokes based on the other ones. So like the the uh, web shooter thing, he just like says, he's like, oh, that's a good idea. And he's just like, yeah, it took me like five minutes. Like It's like a, a thing that he, he said like, oh, no, I figured it out. And it was like just like passed it off. It was nothing. It was like a major focal point of Andrew Garfield's movie. So like they can – lean on it a little bit even though they're handcuffed by certain things there are definitely aspects of it that they get to utilize um, an advantage because they it's already been explained and we all know it because everyone saw those movies yeah
1: that's true it, it really depends on like what your preference is when you're going into a movie you know like like you said like Andrew Garfield they give him a whole scene where he's like actually like meticulously like designing his web shooters whereas like Tom yeah. Holland's movies I feel like they're like, we don't need to spend the whole scene on this. Like in science class, like he just like lifts up his desk and you see him like mixing with formulas and stuff to make his webs. Yeah. Like they give you a quick glimpse and they're like, all right, that's it. N- now we need to get onto more like high school stuff. Like, right. so it, it really depends on like what you are looking for in that respect. Yeah, which is hard to balance.
2: Another thing I think they they I I don't want to say they they you lose it, but you, they kind of take away from Peter Parker in the new ones it's more about spider-man and they kind of focus a little bit more on the villain side of things in andrew garfield's you knew borderline nothing about the lizard guy and you knew a lot about peter and gwen and their relationship coming together and then like dennis leary's character they showed more the personal side of him rather than showing just like the superhero and i think tom holland's is more focused like the relationship with MJ in the first one kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, And like in the second one, they show him like, you know, more getting with her, but they also show like a whole backstory for Mysterio when you knew borderline nothing about, um, say, like Electro. You just saw like, okay, he went to work and they focused on him more as the movie went on. But when he first started, like before he became Electro, he was in like one scene and then it just becomes Electro and that's it. So I think you focus on they took they focus more on the the peter parker story in the second round than they do in the tom holland one and i like the peter parker story i enjoy like seeing how he gets together with someone or like his relationship with aunt may and then the first one they kind of show i think it's also kind of like a good mix of showing both they show how he like becomes spider-man they show his relationship with that may mj which is just a toxic relationship (laughs) but they show it all you know what i mean like i I think they kind of take it away in the tom holland ones to show less peter parker and more spider-man and villains
0: i think it's also like they don't feel the need to like like show the whole backstory behind peter parker but they do i feel like they capture the feel of peter parker but they're not like Oh, here's his relationship with this. Like, they don't focus on all his different like relationships with the characters around him. They don't focus on like the progression of like his relationship with everyone. But they do. They focus on him like becoming Spider Man and him like balancing high school and superhero. They don't like always focus on the same beats that the older ones do always.
2: Right. They also show the first scene you see him in in the MCU. He's wearing a pizza shirt, so they imply he has a pizza delivery job. You have not seen him at it. (laughs) Pizza. True. (laughs) <laughs> and like in the first one, that's like a like a major thing in the first set of movies that he is a pizza delivery boy.
1: He has so many jobs too. He's like, what is it? That's another cringy scene, by the way,
2: when he like rips the sticker off and he's like, oh! like that's like he ripped a sticker off your helmet. Wait,
1: what are you? What are you talking about?
2: When he gets fired from the pizza delivery oh, right. job by that guy who's also famous, that Indian guy. He's yeah, another famous yeah, he one is, he big, is. But he like rips the sticker off his head, and it's like this big dramatic scene like he just ripped a sticker off your helmet you can probably still deliver pizza somewhere else i'm sure someone's looking it's not the end of the world cringy scene I hate that movie <sighs> uh,
1: pizza time is one of the most iconic quotes of our generation pizza
2: time <laughs> oh my god that's zoe deschanel's sister no Tom way is
0: like making, yeah. making How a, a the both? whole
2: casting list <laughs>
1: How did you know that? That's crazy. Because I
2: like I'm seeing the scene in my head, and I remember her chewing the gum, and now I realize like uh, it was uh, I don't remember her name. Emily Deschanel. She was on Bones.
1: That is crazy. Wow. All right. Why don't Why don't we too many famous people
2: in that movie too many <laughs> people be as bad as it is.
1: Why don't we make our closing arguments, and then we'll try to decide on maybe a ranking or, or a best of here. Should we go same or we want to go backwards this time? I'll go back. I can go first. Yeah. Nick, you go first.
0: Um, Tom Holland is great. He captures the essence of the comics. He captures the essence of like the kid version of Peter Parker. He's also a great Spider-Man in the suit, but doesn't capture the essence of New York. Like New York is not pivotal to his character. Like it is for the others. Um, Andrew Garfield is a good Spider-Man is really brought down by the movies. Not being as great. Um, He's a little too cool. He doesn't look like someone who would get bullied. And uh, Tobey Maguire is just Tobey Maguire. So we love him because he's the first one. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Tommy, your turn. Uh, My turn? Okay.
2: Uh, I will hear arguments that Tom Holland is better than Andrew Garfield. Do I think he gets the added benefit of A, uh, Disney funding? And do I think he gets the added benefit of just technology catching up and being able to see what's worked and what hasn't worked in five previous movies. Yeah. But I mean, his movies have been good. And I also really, I actually enjoy Tom Holland more in Avengers movies than I do in the actual Spider-Man movies. Like him in infinity war was, he was probably the best part of that movie. Like when he goes into space and he makes the references and stuff. He's great. Mm -hmm. Andrew Garfield's movies were fine. They just got attacked because they weren't the originals and the originals, if you go back and look, are not very good. Uh, I think Andrew Garfield had a better story. He had better writing. Yeah, he was a little mean and he was probably too good looking to be a guy who was a nerd who would get shoved into lockers. But he was... He was... uh, Those movies were fine, in my opinion. I think they were good and I think they get lowered by the fact that Tom Holland's were right after. He got fired. And then there were no superhero movies where they killed the female lead. And they killed the female that's lead. That's
0: true. That is true. Except Dark Knight. It's great writing.
1: That is, that, is, that is pretty good. Yeah. What
0: do you mean Dark Knight? Except Dark Knight. They didn't kill the female lead. Yes, they did. Oh, I mean, yeah.
2: I she. <laughs> she wasn't a lead. Like Emma Stone was like a major character. And then I was now all excited that she did take over. And she didn't. That... Gwen Stacy does? Yeah, that's
1: in the, that exact frame for frame. Oh like gosh. she, Green Goblin, like he's fighting with her in a bell tower and then snap.
2: I actually still have no idea how she died because he caught her. I don't like what, what – Her, hit the, um, her I snapped
1: am. her neck like, <laughs> on the on the concrete. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah.
2: Okay, now I'm realizing that – Okay, whatever the case. Yeah. The Andrew Garfield movies, they had – They were just different, a different feel from the first ones. I thought they looked cooler. He looked – He had like the sleeker suit. They fixed what was wrong with the first one and then just got a bad rap because I, don't, I actually still don't know even know why he got a bad rap. I think it was because there were some really cringy and like weird scenes, but Andrew Garfield himself was an unbelievable Spider-Man, outside of the fact that he would might have been a little mean and he was thirty. But Tobe Maguire, am, I will not allow Tobey Maguire anywhere above third on this list. I will Ooh, say Andrew Garfield maybe two a, a, Toby Maguire is is a, a distant three.
1: Oh my wow. God. We're gonna have a tough time here, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> let, let me start off by saying that I do agree with a lot of your points about Andrew Garfield though. I think that he did get he was under a lot of scrutiny because he came right after Toby Maguire. People were like put him on blast and like were picking apart every parts of his movies. I personally am not a like. I think the way they approached their villains and some of the story was like really underdeveloped. I think that they did well developing mm-hmm. him and Gwen Stacy have amazing chemistry. I think they did well to establish that he's like a nerd and the fact that he is a self-made Spider-Man. Um, he like sneaks into Oscorp and that's how he gets his powers. He makes all of his gadgets and stuff like that. Um, again, we've touched on it. he's a little mean um and he has a little bit of the new york uh image but i i I would argue not as much as toby maguire i think that we've touched on it like tom holland like is barely attached to new york like just glimpses like a bodega scene like a staten island ferry scene and like a coney island scene that's pretty much it um i think he's the most comic book accurate but again i would like to see more of him being his own hero which i think we're going to build towards like and, yeah, he just is a great combination of, like, a high school kid, a superhero, a nerd, uh, like, an awkward kid and a quippy kid all at the same time. Like, he's believable as, like, a teenage superhero. I re- I think that's what Tom Hong has going for him. But Tobey Maguire, in my opinion, like, uh, maybe I'm gassing him up a little because, like, it's nostalgic for me, but you think of like the most the spider-man that represents the feel everything about like the feel of spider-man like the great power comes great responsibility um all the iconic scenes of like he felt a burden that he had to give up being spider-man and he would just want to be a normal person he had all the crazy jobs he was like awkward and like not really the cool guy um everything about him is new york his soundtrack screams spider-man like everything about him like I feel like Spider-Man 2 is like the golden age. Like people look at like one of the best superhero sequels of all time. I don't know. I think maybe I was gassing him up a little bit and that people do scrutinize Andrew Garfield a little bit. But it's a tough call in my opinion. You know,
2: One thing you, you just touched on was that the music, you touched on it earlier and you said it was like a big thing. I don't even know what the score was for Andrew Garfield's. I will say that I remember the Spider-Man music. I actually just saw a TikTok yesterday of like, can you imagine if the new Spider-Man's open new Spider-Man movie opens up with, and it was like Tobey Maguire's music. And I was like, Oh, that'd be really cool. Mm -hmm. And I really like the big orchestra playing Spider-Man's theme song in the new one, but I don't even remember if he had music in the second one. Like I'm sure there was a score, but I like, don't remember it at all. So that is another point. I, I agree for Tobey Maguire that it seems like they rushed the Andrew Garfield thing because Sony saw Marvel start in the MCU and then they were like, all right, let's just get a Spider-Man out there and make our own superhero money. And they kind of rushed it and put it together and it wasn't great. But I do disagree that the story was lesser. I think the stories, I think they they had a great story going and they didn't, they could have, if they completed, I think it would have been greater. But I think it was just, a, an issue of the story was only like one third of the way to the end
1: you know what I, I, mean? I could see that i i was more meaning yeah. like his connection to the villains that part of the story like but his yeah his story was they like rushed a
2: relationship between him and hobgoblin which was like they were like best friends growing up and they didn't even mention him in the first movie
1: yeah yeah but
0: uh i agree i i think i think, it'll I think be... my last thing i want to say i think um if andrew garfield was deleted from existence my life would change very little but if if Tobey Maguire was not the first Spider Man, we would not feel like his performance was that important either. Like it's only you know what I mean. What an aggressive way to say
2: that if he was deleted, <laughs> deleted from, from existence, not him, <laughs> his, away. If those
0: movies were deleted from existence. It would not like I never like it wouldn't. Spider Man would not be any different to me. But if if Andrew Garfield came before Tobey Maguire, I feel like we might not consider Tobey Maguire
1: as. But then as you great. have to consider. What if, if Andrew Garfield came before Tobey Maguire? Then his movies would have all the same technology and that sort of like style of that era. And then, yeah, we're it's, getting it's a it hard comparison to make. But I, I, it is. It's a difficult thing. I think. Pers- I
2: also want to say something else really quick. I'm sorry. No, go the, for it. The, the you said we scrutinized Andrew Garfield to agree with that. It was a time when I mean, I was seven when the first one came out. So then when I'm when I was I think uh what was I. 2012, I was 17. I was a terrible person when I was 17. Like I hated everything. Anything that came out that was even remotely cool, I was like, oh, this is dumb. Like all high school kids were. So I think the children who love Tobey Maguire went on to be teenagers and see that and be like, well, this is stupid because it's cool to hate things when you're in high school. So I think if he was first, and I mean, I know you with the technology and stuff, but I think if you saw those when at the same time, like no strings attached, and um, Friends with Benefits came out like two months apart, and they were the same movie. If you saw them at the same time, I think people would like Andrew Garfield's more. He was it was funnier, more personable, and just like cooler stuff, cooler looking, and also a better story and a better actor. I'll <laughs> oh take my <laughs> Okay. And Kirsten Dunst. Right. Can, cannot stress enough, Kirsten oh, Dunst. Just
1: my 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 final closing words is be. I think it might. It's very well might be impossible for us to choose one or to rank one. But I'll say that I think that if I were to pick the best thing from each of them, is that Tobey Maguire's the best thing is the overall feel of everything that Spider-Man mm-hmm. around him is. He's got New York. He's got all the famous. Uh, quotes from spider-man and um like the feel and aura if you can Mm -hmm. factor in like the music and like kind of like the look of his costume and the look of his villains and stuff like that Mm -hmm. andrew garfield's got the better like chemistry with his loved his love interest and uh the more resourceful more resourcefulness and more like nerdy spider-man like resourceful spider-man like more like down a better
2: a better development of the
1: character better like, down-in-the-dirt Spider-Man. Like, hmm. whereas...
2: Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah. And then Tom Holland is more of the balance of Peter Park. He's a better balance of the two alter egos of Sp- of Peter Parker and Spider-Man together. That's what I'll say is the best thing about all three of them.
0: I could agree with that. Okay. I, I
2: agree. I, I would say that I also think as far... I think that the best movies are... That's tough because I didn't love either of the new Spider Men. Like I thought they were good, but like as far as like MCU movies go, they were not anywhere near the top for me. Like I thought they were better. Like Thor three was better, and I thought Captain America two was better. Like I'm with you there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, as,
2: but I would say that he, Tom Holland Spider Man is by far the most entertaining for me. I think like when he, like I said, he was in Infinity War, which is like that's the culmination. That's all of everyone in the MCU. And he stole the show. Like he was funny in every scene he was in. He stole the show with when everybody was getting um, blipped off, like with the mm-hmm. the I don't want to go thing, which apparently was improv, which is awesome. There's like I think he he was he's the best, most entertaining Spider Man. But I think the better movies I liked the middle ones. I thought that Andrew Garfield's movies were better. But I think that like you, you get the originality points for the first one. He was first he. He did it. He did it well. He completed the story and everything. And um, I just don't think he – I think if you put anyone else in that – if you put someone else into Tobey Maguire's shoes, it would have been a way better movie. And Kirsten Dunst.
1: Well, that's the
0: character of MJ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's just awful.
1: So so maybe we can agree on a best one.
0: Okay. I mean I agree. I think we all agree on the best one right now. Or not agree but – I feel like we all – like if we if we had to all rank him it'd be Tom Holland like Tom Holland. We're, no, I, we're never yeah, going to yeah. agree with Probably. you that Andrew Garfield's the best Tommy. Sorry. Yeah. Um I think it like from how this conversation <laughs> went we could for all ten years agree years, um, I'll be alone more. <laughs> I
2: don't
0: we could all agree Tom Holland's the best. Uh, honestly, coming into this conversation I thought I might it would be between Toby and Tom Holland, but the more I talk about it the the worse Toby gets for me.
1: <laughs> you got to go back and watch those. Man, um, you got to watch this, one and two. This
0: conversation is about me proving Andrew Garfield was the best.
2: Proving Tobey Maguire was the worst. No, so that,
1: that's,
0: that's where the discrepancy <laughs> is. Like, I don't know if I could ever agree that Garfield is better than Toby. But I also think, like, I could see the argument being made there. The movie, honestly, I just don't like the, seen the Garfield. It, I've seen it right here. I'm Garfield thinking... movies, a movie, I don't like at all, except for the fact that when two dies.
1: <laughs> plus no that's my, you want to hear yeah. a funny thing went, we were deciding this uh we were talking about this episode nick and i the other day and we were just talking about spider-man and he, i think oh we were deciding like we we should bring you on and uh i was like oh yeah like who is tommy's favorite and nick was like garfield i was like the cat and he like didn't <laughs> know what he was talking about
2: for a second he like had no bill murray <laughs> is the cat It's just incredible you know it's really it's a great movie best spider-man movie is garfield the cat best new york movie right that takes place in new york i realize it's not relevant to this conversation but i think one of my top one movie line ever is when they ask bill murray in zombie land if he has any regrets and he goes no uh, maybe Garfield. I, I regret that a little bit. I think as he's dying, that's the last thing he says. I think that's just an unbelievable lie.
1: That's amazing. Um,
2: but going, yeah, I do think everyone can agree that it is um, Tom Holland, but I do think that there is an issue with – I think there's a discussion to be had for Andrew Garfield being second best.
0: I, I could. I, I agree. that Honestly, the, after tonight, I feel like the discussion is mm. way more valid. I just wish they didn't rush it. If they didn't rush it, he would be the best. Mm. I wish the honestly I wish the movies were better. Jake is groaning in pain right now. That's happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think we could put Toby under uh Garfield. I don't know. I think we can. I think we'll we'll leave it at that we've decided that Tom Holland is the is best, the best of the three. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, true. The the question of the episode is who's the best Spider Man, which we decided. Yeah.
1: Maybe we'll come up with a little thing for the followers to for a battle of uh andrew versus toby we'll do like a rapid fire a bunch of a silver questions silver
2: medalist uh, one other I'll thing that we're we'll just Rob further
0: solidifying get everyone's we're, we're getting mm-hmm. yes, out. The
2: best. Keep an eye out. one other thing i will say I, to prove tom holland's the best is imagine in the scene when they're all coming back like the on your left scene in oh end game can you imagine toby mcguire or andrew garfield oh Flipping into that scene and like taking his mask off. Like, you know, the videos of the reactions, everybody's going nuts, like cheering that when they see Spider-Man, if I was in the movie theater and I saw Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, I'd be like, Okay and then just like yeah i flag. feel like if
0: they were the spider-man so in the MC yeah if they were the spider-man in the mcu it would have been underwhelming but imagine yeah. could you imagine if like in like in Infer- in uh endgame like they like it was tom holland and then they just did it and it was like toby Maguire? i would be like what can you like the thing i think of is
2: like robert Denny jr is probably what like 50
0: yeah probably he might be older would he
2: be like would he be heavily like parenting Forty-year-old oh Toby Maguire. Oh my god. Like every, be, Toby yeah. McGuire could probably look at me like, dude, we have kids of the same age. Like, let's relax yeah. here. So like I it it works that they got a really young kid for that role. Yeah. And I think that yeah. like he fits his spot perfectly. He plays his position perfectly. Whereas there are flaws with the way Garfield and Maguire approach their jobs. And Kirsten Dunst, again, just the worst. <laughs>
1: yeah. There's actually a funny meme about like you guys were saying, oh, what if it was Garfield or Maguire that were the Spider-Man in Endgame? There's a meme where the scene where Hulk goes back to the ancient one in during the Avengers movie. And instead of saying, hey, I'm looking for Doctor Strange, she goes, uh, says, hey, I'm looking for Spider-Man. And she's like, you're a little too early. Andrew Garfield's currently playing him that like eight blocks <laughs> <laughs> out. Oh, I like
0: that. Oh.
1: Well,
2: Andrew Garfield's first movie, I'm realizing, came out after Iron Man did yeah i i and that's that's like hard like to think that he probably thought like i'm gonna get i'm gonna get put in this mcu i can't wait and then they like said it and they were like great you're fired fired, by the way like Like, like, did you you just retire i think i just retired i'd be like okay thanks Appreciate it. The the, the the epitome A-O's of Spider Man, I can't play him. They have to get somebody else.
1: He said that, that he, been, really he, said he didn't know he was fired until he saw the announcement that Tom Holland was a new Spider Man. Oh
2: my god. Yeah. Yeah, I'd quit. Yeah, I'd, quit. I'd quit my job. Quit my job. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't done anything since then, right? What do you do? Hacksaw Ridge and that's it?
1: Yeah. Spider Man, No Way Home. Maybe.
2: Walt Disney, Walt Disney killed Andrew Garfield. <laughs>
0: He's done stuff mm-hmm. now. Wasn't he in... Um, that, that, so where he like, didn't want, to, didn't shoot want to shoot a gun war. in the war? Oh, right. Oh, there's something else he was in. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I can't remember either. That,
2: that is... What a trajectory that guy started on. Man. He started all the way up at the top with the Facebook movement. Yeah. Falling star. Don't have to look.
1: But uh, I think we, this, was, this a was a great discussion. discussion. I mean i tommy i love your i love your hot takes so it, it's, it's it's great, great to a, it's to have you uh stir up some good conversation between nick and i
2: that's why i'm here i think that's my purpose in this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> popcorn house discussion stir upper yes well by the way he never made another
2: movie again like i don't know any of these
1: <laughs> poor andrew
2: we're, we're oh, disney man they just, man. Killed, they just killed a guy they All killed right. a guy <laughs>
1: Well, this has been a great episode. You heard it here. Popcorn Heist has decided that Tom Holland is the best of the three live-action Honestly,
0: no surprise there. No surprise. So yeah, Kirsten Dunst is the worst.
1: But it was a good – I feel like we picked apart. Like We really got down Agreed. and dirty to picking apart each Agreed. three, which was cool. Um, Tommy, it was great to have you on. We're definitely going to have you on again. Uh,
2: Thanks for having me. I passed. I'm so happy.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, please, we ask you to please uh, – Give us a, a follow and uh, give us a review on iTunes because it really helps the show grow. And, uh, yeah, keep on the lookout for more episodes and follow us at Popcorn Heist on all social media platforms to get in line for trivia. Tommy hosts trivia every Tuesday, which is pretty awesome. We get to roast you. If Honor, you got a story. story.
0: Very accessible. <laughs> Tuesdays are the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got a versus series on our story on instagram every saturday and then rapid fire versus series the first saturday of every month we got lots of stuff going on so if you want pop culture content movies or tv shows you go to popcorn heist and we'll be there for you
0: join
2: the
1: heist join the heist join the heist i felt like saying it